0: news and your
1: views.
2: Wexford County Council is delighted to be hosting uh, an information day for the voluntary emergency management services from the region. Uh, That involves all our partners across uh, Civil Defence, Order of Malta, Irish Red Cross, we have the South East Blood Banks here as well, um, and indeed South East Mountain Area Rescue. Uh, This day has been planned for a number of months, um, and it's part of our work as regional uh, primary response agencies to improve our response when we do have a emergency, uh, large emergencies to respond to. Uh, the example during the week is a good one, um, the hospital fire that we had but also in terms of what went on during the COVID pandemic and indeed response to you, the Ukrainian uh, war that we've also seen as well. We have a number of colleagues here today um, but maybe uh, importantly Marianna Keeley who is our major emergency um, officer with the southeast uh, structure that we are uh, all supporting um, and I suppose herself and also Peter O'Connor here from Wexford Civil Defence um, are really hosting today's event um, and Bringing all the various agencies together.
0: Marianne, maybe you can flesh it out a little bit more for us then, and, and your involvement and the coordination of this, which after the week we've had in this county, uh, it couldn't have come at a better time, could it?
1: Yeah, well, we have a really active voluntary emergency services subgroup in the southeast uh, region, and uh, today is is really all about the, those uh, mem- volunteers. Um, and we just want to, we want to improve our ways uh, of working with the voluntary emergency services and highlight um, the immense um, capabilities that they have in support of the principal response agencies, which are the HSE, the Guards and the local authorities. Yeah. So... Uh, the timing has been brilliant because we have um, volunteers, the volunteers that are here today uh, were all working so hard during the week uh, to support the uh, incident at Wexford General Hospital and um, today is an opportunity to, to meet them and to thank them and to Work on our future relationships with them.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, one of the organisations I did speak to during the week was the Order of Malta, and they informed me that they had up to sixteen ambulances came from all over to assist. I didn't get a chance to talk to the Civil Defence, but I have now because Peter O'Connor, who was one of the, be- the people who invited me here today, Peter, you, you were called very much into action during the-, the week as well.
3: Yeah, good morning, Alan, and uh, th- thanks for supporting us here today as well. Yeah, we responded to the incident uh, like the Order of Malta and Red Cross. Um, again, we had uh, support coming in from even as far as North Cork, East Cork. So over Wednesday and Thursday, we would have provided uh, quite a considerable amount of ambulances and minibus for the transportation of people. Okay. Uh, we were involved, directly involved then with transport to people from Wexford into Vincent's in Dublin. We were into Kilkenny, Walford Regional Hospital, and to some of the local hospitals in Enniscarty and Gorey as well.
0: We often see you. We often wonder how you operate. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, will you, and the importance of a day like this.
3: <coughs> I suppose today, uh, where it's really important for us is a, I, I'm fortunate enough to be chair of the Voluntary Emergency Services uh, in, in the South East. Uh, and on that, then, I represent ourselves, being Civil Defence, Order Malta, Red Cross, and, and SEMRA. And where we link in and where that's really useful, then, is I, as chair of that group, then uh, link into the South East Regional Working Group, which is is uh, all the PRAs on Garda Khan, local authority, and the Health Service Executive. Um, we, we provide similar services like Delta Malta, Red Cross, but we have a broader stroke in that we also supply uh, said like search and rescue, um, searches for missing persons, and we also support the fire service and others with utilisation of drones and technologies like that. The one concern we all have, and I'm sure you have as well, is our ANA, we need to get that back up and running. Yeah, it'll be great to see it in the opening as quickly as possible. Um, the next few weeks, I suppose, without us, like there will be added. Uh, complexities or whatever brought in to do with patient care, or patient transportation and stuff like that. But I'm sure like the National Ambulance Service and the Voluntaries will, yeah. you know, will, will get in behind it and, and ensure that we keep a, a, a good service here on Wexford. Well
0: done Peter and to you and your team, well done. Thank you very much. Mary Rose is here, Mary Rose Fitzgerald. You're here today, no doubt you have an input into this. What is the input from the HSE into this?
4: Um, I'm a HSE Emergency Management Officer, so we work to help coordinate the emergency planning and response across all the services so community health uh, community acute services in the hospitals and also our national services with national ambulance service and that is the
0: one thing that i'm glad you're here to talk to me about because the one thing that needs to get out there is just how well this operation worked when it happened here during the week
4: despite it being an emergency it was a textbook response you know it was almost like a drill it was so well um, performed by the staff and also the responding agencies and how the voluntary emergency services came on to assist as
5: well
0: now people do get a little bit confused because all my dealings with, uh, from a media perspective, are with Ireland East, with Caroline and Gerard and those, and there's a little bit of confusion. Some people say that this is the situation now that's in the hands of the HSE. But we deal with Ireland East. Could you just, for the benefit of our listeners, explain what is the difference?
4: Well, I've just been trying to explain yeah. that to the voluntary <laughs> emergency services.
0: So. And now you can explain to. Her
4: <laughs> <this>. <laughs> The HSE is a very large and complex organisation. Within the South East, we have two hospital groups. We have the Ireland East Hospital Group, which is where the Wexford General Hospital sits. And we also have the South-South West Hospital Group, um, which Waterford University Hospital is under. Um, And then we have community care, primary care, GPs, all those other services. And within the South East, we have a regional group and we all come together. So the Ireland East Hospital Group is part of that. And And you all
0: work together now to get this hospital back up and running?
4: Absolutely, we have a crisis management team who continue to meet to support the hospital in uh, recovery and bringing back their services, and that is all the functions within the South East coming together to support them.
0: And just like you swung into action with the emergency, are you swinging into action to get our A&E back up running again?
4: Absolutely. For us at the moment, we continue to be in major emergency mode. We have not left that, and we will continue to stay there until we have a plan- full plan for recovery to restore services. It has to
0: be safe, hasn't it? Because when it was there yesterday, and Taoiseach was there yesterday, you could still smell smoke there.
4: It was. A a large fire it it, it may have been confined to one area but unfortunately it did take out some critical infrastructure and there is assessments continuing to see how quickly we can bring that back on stream
0: but now getting back to phase two of what's happening here today and the continuance of the link with the hse and all these voluntary i'm sure you want to salute them
4: Absolutely. Without the voluntary emergency services, we had, could not have performed what we did in the evacuation of the hospital in such a safe and efficient manner. We are yet again in debt to them. They have assisted us during COVID, during severe weather, with the arrival of uh, the displaced persons from Ukraine. They have been absolutely amazing in supporting the HSC.
0: I'm here with Inspector Graham Rowley. Graham, I uh, haven't had a chance to speak to you, but you were buzzing around. We were buzzing around each other. How are you and how are
6: Angara call after this traumatic week? Uh, We're fine, Alan. Um, An unbelievable experience and a great learning curve for everyone, for the three um, principal response agencies. Um, I arrived at the scene on Wednesday evening and it was an amazing experience when I look back at it today. I met Linda O'Leary, I met Ray at the scene and even though, as being described, was a chaotic, the calmness and collectiveness of all the hospital staff, the fire services, they were just going about doing their job and they were amazing. And as the day evolved, they all went about doing the job, situation, got under control. And then we had the assistance of the voluntary emergency services and they were just amazing. And we all see what they do in the community, but that really just kind of topped it.
0: So here we are now, a chance to reflect, but a chance to look to the future as well. Where does the Garda-Shikana fit into what we're discussing here today?
6: Well, major emergency management, you have three principal response agencies. You have the local authority, you have the HSC, and you have on Garda-Shikana. And we all have an important part to play in that. And in support of that, we have the um, voluntary emergency services. And it's a formal structure, but outside of the formal structure, we're dealing with each other every day of the week. One of the principal functions of Vangardie Siocana is keeping people safe and part of that is down to the voluntary emergency services. They do amazing work in the community and every day we're engaging with them and we have a great working relationship and the informal relationship we have from all these events and incidents that happen on a daily basis is just amazing.
0: Ray, because at a time when the county was in tender hooks and the information hadn't been gotten out, out from Wexler General Hospital, as to how everybody was, you thanks to Tom Enright, came out through the midst of the smoke and spoke to me and sent a message that calmed the county. How are you and your team as a matter of interest since all of this took place?
5: All good now and recovered well. The incident itself was very quickly uh, brought under control and if I could take the opportunity to thank just the station officers in Wexford, Paddy Busher and Alan Murphy and also Colin McGrath, Assistant Chief Fire Officer who was incident commander on the uh, day, they did a tremendous job. My role is uh, support and management so we managed it well, certainly, and I'd like to acknowledge just the, all the work in the background. I think the fire Service steeled the thunder because the people can see the flames, and really that was, the, that was only the start of it. It was, it, was, it was what caused the incident, but certainly most of the work in the background, particularly the health service and the ambulance officers, were amazing. But the voluntary emergency services, and that's why we're here today as well, yeah. they gave tremendous support, and it's very important that we acknowledge that. Now, this training day has been over Organized. It's been organised for several months. It's not, it didn't just come about because of the incident but we have to acknowledge the uh, huge support that the voluntary emergency services give us and it's about giving structure and training and like, if, we can, if we can train people all in the same way it will help us respond to incidents like this in a much more efficient manner as was obvious last Wednesday. So We've had a very busy week, I must say. Uh, It's extraordinary from that respect. But what's very interesting is that uh, the resources from the fire brigades haven't been uh, depleted whatsoever. We're we're able to maintain fire cover in all of the towns. Uh, We have enough people to manage the service, adequate uh, support. And I'm very, very proud of our firefighters and the staff within the local authority and, of course, supported by the management team and, again, of course, the public. And I suppose the public have a key role here as well, Alan, in that we need the public support to keep our services running Uh, obviously we need firefighters who come from the communities but also the public during the emergency last wednesday that that people do understand that we have to get on with our job and sometimes they have to stay away and stay out of the way and and if we if we need uh, further support we know we're going to get it
0: and uh, caroline leave the final word to you as we salute all these organizations we're so lucky to have them aren't we and there could be someone listening who may well become a volunteer
2: Absolutely Alan, and maybe on behalf of Mary Rosegrim and myself as the principal response agencies here um, this morning, I suppose just to emphasise the fact that through the major emergencies that we've come through the last number of years, we really couldn't have had the response we had without the voluntary emergency um, services that are here. They are under pressure themselves, volunteer numbers um, have fallen. Um, So I I would encourage any of your listeners um, to uh, check out some of these agencies um, and these voluntary um, service providers and see if they are interested in in, uh, becoming involved. Otherwise, maybe just thank you for taking the time to come up uh, today. And it would be interesting also maybe to talk to some of those agencies on a one on one basis and talk uh, to those as well. Yeah. Thanks, Alan.
4: Southeast Radio's morning mix chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.